Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. This is the Bobby Show. Let's go. Welcome to the show. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. Man, hope everybody's good. Here's the question. I get to know you Monday around the room. What is your zodiac sign? And how much do you believe in horoscopes? So I'll go first. I'm an Aries. I believe in horoscopes zero, but I do think that they're fun to read occasionally. I believe you can pretty much insert anything with anybody. So Aries zero. I don't believe in horoscopes at all, but they are fun. Eddie? I'm an Aries. I don't really believe in it, but I mean should percentage though. Shouldn't Aries be friends? Like in that thing, like Aries are friends. I'm your friend. We're both Aries. I don't understand what you're saying. Aren't isn't everybody a friend? No, you can't. Like some horse. So do you that, believe a little bit? What's your percentage? Five percent. Five. Okay. <laughs> so bit. it's more so. Do you believe in that would be astrology and like the characteristic traits that come along with your sign? That's what they say. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't believe any of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, I believe there's no backing at all. All right. Lunchbox. I'm a Leo. Life of the party. Center of attention. See, he even if he says zero, he can't say zero because he's like proud of what the Leo is. And he knows mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, they are the oh, they are the shining star. Okay, ninety-five percent. What you believe in them? Heck yeah! I mean, look at me. I mean, I it is me to a T. Like when you read about a Leo, you picture me, Mike. If you could pull it up, please. <laughs> it's a lion, right? Yeah. Let I, me read the characteristics of a Leo after we go to Amy here. Thank you, and you're going to be you're like, welcome, "Wow, Amy. that is you." Okay, go ahead, Amy. I'm a Pisces, and. Horoscopes, not so much, but astrology, yes, I think I'm 50-50. I've just, the, like, there's birth chart stuff that people can do from, you know, the time you were born, the day you were born, the year you were born, and some of it you turns out to stuff? be accurate. 50-50. Okay. Good for you. Can't say, tell anybody they're wrong. Can't prove it right or wrong. Except science has said over and over again that astrology in no way has any connection with anything that's really happened, mm. but who cares? Who cares about mm. Here you go, Leo. Compassion and big-heartedness. Boom. Excuse me? Boom. Consciousness, drive, and natural leadership. That's me. 
Are you sure that you think you're Leo? Yeah, 100%. You're- are, are the four main characteristics of the Leo personality. Leos are known for their generosity of time, energy, and respect, and money. Their, money. Their, genero- their, their generosity of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I donate $2 every time at PetSmart. <laughs> I think you are the opposite of a Leo. No, I think you're an OL. No, no. And I'm a, a natural-born leader. I mean, who do you think leads the co-ed soccer team on Wednesday nights? This guy. That's right. Is that your, I step up. Your mm-hmm. new team? Because... Yeah, that's you, my you new team. The other one. <laughs> yeah, that's my new team. Uh, here's an Aries. Bold. Charismatic. Fun. Passionate. That's me. No, you're not bold and you're not charismatic. Charismatic and fun. Shh. Charismatic about what? I don't know. What does that mean? Full of vitality. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of your Pisces, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, Pisces. Missing half their stuff? That's not on there. I know. You just said <laughs> Runs that. into things with their yeah. car? Yeah. Wow! Not, what are they really? What? Compassionate. Yes, you. What else? Deeply emotional. Yes, you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's see? you, Amy. See? see? A little bit psychic. Really? That's what it says. Hmm. And often inclined to throw themselves into caring for others at all costs. Mm. Oh, I thought you say walk into a pool. Eh. Eh. Oh, yeah. Or, or a pool. <laughs> Throw themselves into water. <laughs> it's that time. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Whoa, whoa. Bobby Bones. I was just proposed to by my boyfriend. I love him. But I'm disappointed because the ring is small. Like the size of a sesame seed. And I hate being that person, but I'm just embarrassed to show it off. I didn't even want to post a picture afterward. I heard that you're supposed to spend three months worth of your salary on a ring. My fiance makes at least $100,000 a year. Shouldn't the ring be $25,000? I don't think he spent $2,500 on it. He wants to save money for a house and thinks that that's more important. In a sense, I agree. And I don't like that I feel this way. Should I tell him that I want a bigger ring? I don't want to walk around the rest of my life with this tiny ring. Signed, Frowning Fiance. What's funny as every dude in here. So dumb. And I'm sure you you guys too, but you guys aren't being as demonstrative with your actions. This is so dumb. But every, like from Lunchbox to Eddie to kick off Kevin in the back room, everybody's shaking their head. Like, what, her... her, What do you mean, what? What? Amy did nothing wrong. Amy did nothing wrong. Amy did nothing wrong. Hold on. Don't yell at her. She doesn't represent her. Amy's not the public attorney. Amy, you go first. I'm I'm asking for clarification. Like, are you shaking it that, oh, how could she feel this way over this tiny ring? Or that he didn't spend his three months worth. Oh, yeah. I can tell you right now, it ain't that one. Amy, go ahead with what you would like to say to her first. I mean... It is something you're going to have the rest of your life. And I think that if you had certain expectations, that's on you (laughs) for having the expectation and not having a conversation with him or him not doing the research to figure it out. I don't think you're required to spend three months or it's nobody's required. Right. But yes, there is this saying out there to spend three months or by a woman. So. Or by a woman, but you do, that's not, you don't have to do that. I think that if you love him, like y'all pr- cherish the ring and then maybe you can add to it, make it what you want. But I feel like some women, honestly, in this case, don't know for sure, but I feel like they would rather have like no diamond and just have like a really pretty solid band or something or like the diamond they want instead of like maybe, what'd you say? Or a like sesame, a big ruby or a something. sesame seed. So they That's can dramatic. Like, it's different. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. So what what advice do you give her? Because these guys over here, it's like whatever when, you when, say. When I you. put food in Eller's bowl, 
mm-hmm. and she's not able to get there yet because the door's closed and she starts her, starts watering, her mouth starts watering. She's like, I got to get in there and get that food. That's what they're doing with this. So I need you to go before <laughs> they, they explode. Well, I know. I'm like, I don't know. This is so awkward because I feel like whatever you say to him, it's not going to be good because he just proposed to you. He's so excited. And so now this do? is the reaction. I'm probably just like keeping the ring and figuring it out later. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I, I, I got to feed Lunchbox. I'm sorry. Well, Lunchbox, we, you're open. Yeah. Listen, woman, lady, oh, whatever God. your dumb name is, <laughs> I want you to go to him and tell him the ring's too small. That way he can know that he made a huge mistake <laughs> and he can take the ring back and he can run for the hills and he will buy that house by himself. You will be single. He will be single and he will dodge a bullet. You sound <laughs> like a miserable human and you are a terrible person. Big dog eating right now. Jeez. Oh, wow. Like yeah. the dude went out of his way to buy you a ring something special because he loves you and all you can care about is the size of it. He is worried. You are a loser. I hate you and I hope you never listen to the show again and I hope you go tell him so he knows that you are so like what it was shallow shallow goodness Uh, get I mean you are get over yourself that's what I'm going to say. You're lucky. Oh, I'm guessing that's that. Big dog eight. Big dog's full okay. now. Ooh. Hold on. I need to go around because just really quickly. Eddie, go ahead. She said it herself. She doesn't like how she feels. Yes. Yeah, because that's stupid. Don't feel like that. You, the fact that you think it's a sesame seed isn't good enough for you. Like, that's you're being spoiled right now. This guy spent money on a diamond for you. He could have gotten a ruby, like Bone said. No, this is ridiculous. You you feeling dumb is right. Yeah, don't feel this way. And I do quickly want to go over to kick off Kevin. He's not on the air a lot, but he also was shaking his head hard. Um, Kevin's single, right, Kevin? Yes. Yeah, and you're not. You never been married. No. Uh, what what when you heard this? What did you think? Same reaction as them, and it has more to do than just the ring, in my opinion. It's it. It's much bigger than that because if that's what you need to kind of get the security, then I don't know. Like Lunchbox said, you got to run. Yeah, she's embarrassed to show her friends. I, I, I'm i with these guys. I don't hate her and I don't want her to stop listening to the show. No, no I didn't say but that. But I would just like to say to her that this is not the most important thing ever in the whole world. It is important. But what it means is more important than actually the rock. And you can upgrade it, like Amy said, eventually. Me, the fact me. that you're embarrassed, like mm-hmm. why is it that important to your why, why do you care so much about impressing your friends that you that you don't care as much about the ring that he gave you, the person you love? Yeah, the posting part was... It's hard. To yeah, work. it's a just don't post uh, a picture. Yeah, just don't. But but you, you can post a picture. Or, and be proud. Be proudly. proud that you're engaged. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. We can't make her proud though. We can't make her proud. I'm just saying, don't post a picture. You need to go to therapy about this. Or you need to talk to somebody because you you are acting like a spoiled brat. Yeah. And you know what they always say? It's not the size that matters. It's how you use it. You, it's like you hear boom, that a lot. Boom, it's not about boom. a ring, bro. You they tell me that all the time. That for other things. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's another thing you were being told that about. Don't, I'll tell you about it off the air. But that wasn't about a ring. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Here, here's a thought. Like, it's just the engagement ring. You get a wedding band. No, stop. No, we're not getting another. No, oh, my God. There's a wedding band that's going to happen. So maybe you can, like, I don't know, get something that's going to really complement it and make it what you want-ish. I just tough love. Get over yourself. I don't say that a lot on this. Just get over yourself. He's saving it for a house. Mm. There we go. Dang. I literally just Googled at brides.com, and it says here, if you want a bigger rock, don't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Anything. Remember, remember, you're getting married to the person, not the ring. Right. Right. And it's not the size; it's how you use it. Lunchbox. Just we're not. It's not the ring. Wow. All right. Um. <laughs> gonna, they, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. This is one of those spill the teas where I, I'm a little concerned that it's too personal, and that I, I that I wonder if it's just going to be dramatic. So what I'll do is I'm going to have 
I don't know how to handle this. Lunchbox is spilling the tea on somebody, and what he's saying is going to be very personal. Hmm. And the fact that he... You think it's too personal? The fact that you would even bring it to the show... But I think you're... I don't think you're right, and this is why I think it's funny, but he just might be right. What do you think I should do here, Amy? Well, I don't... It's not about you. Can I whisper in your ear? Yeah, I mean... Come here. I feel like I can help if I know. Yeah, come here, come here. Ray, I'm going to turn my mic down for a second. Um, Will you turn the music up? I don't think there's anything wrong with it, What? Don't, don't do it? No. No. You can't do that. Bobby, come on. You can't do that. But let me tell you why. You didn't hear the whole story. Hold on. But what do you mean? You can't... Music back up, right? No, but everybody... Quiet. Oh. No. I... That... I don't... I don't even... Whatever. That part just... I don't get it. But... Listen... If I was this person, I would be very annoyed and I'd feel like my privacy is being, like, is, is anything protected here anymore? You know, it's like, that's, it's personal. Lunchbox, I can't believe that you would think that this is okay. I mean, this is the kind of stuff we would do when we were in our 20s. And no, it would be like. No, the segment is called Spill the Tea, so I know. that's why we do and this stuff. And then we stuff. hit the clip here, right yeah. here. Let's spill the tea. Right. So it's obviously not Amy. Right. So it can only be a few other people. And if it, but what I can say is if it was me, oh, I would, I, never, I'd kill. I would be. Yeah, you um, wouldn't deserve that and I'd kill him. Right. Like I would no, be that like. Would be, no, that would be more than spill the tea. That'd be breaking news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. If it was me. Yeah. I, Lunchbox, as your friend, I would be just disappointed that you thought you could just say that. Oh, Wait, boy. I mean. Does anyone here think it's them? I assume every time you bring I mean, something yeah, up, it's possibly probably me. about me. I don't know. Is there anything you guys would like to confess? Yeah. No. That way you can confess it. It's not his fault. No. 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 Okay. Who's it about? <laughs> Ray, do you know who it's about? I'm guessing a female the way Amy talked about it. Correct. It's Morgan. <laughs> what have I possibly done that you're spilling the tea on right now? Yeah. Because because the thing is, we don't know. We don't know. It might not. Here's the thing. It might not be a big deal if it's not what it is. But if it is what it is, then it's a really it's big deal. it's nobody's business. It's nobody's business. And then it's going to be. But I'm, it could be people's business. The no, thing because, is, though, I just think I mean, you're that's wrong. A big, that's a huge I update. think you jumped to huge conclusions and you like to come on here with bits. Well, then if he's wrong and he's jumping to conclusions, then okay. Then fine. And now that Morgan knows it's her, sh- <laughs> does she have the opportunity to just come clean right now? Yeah, go ahead and come clean. I don't know what to come clean about. I well, don't know what he's possibly spilling the tea on right whatever now. Whatever you're hiding, like, spill it. How does he even know this? Because like... <laughs> well, I told you, he heard that second thing. Uh, at this point, I just don't know what's happening. But I just, I want to make sure you're protected Hey, here. but just know who was looking out I, for you. I hear well, you. Well, me too. I just want to make sure you're protected. I hear you, but I know that there's nothing I could have possibly okay. done right now. That could be weird. Maybe we need to phrase it this way. Can I say? But I don't want you to... I'm not going to say what it is. But I I feel uh, like she thinks you're saying... um, Does anybody have anything they want to confess? Like she's done... She goes... No, it's not... I'm sorry, sorry. Do you think they want to share? Yeah, share. Is there an update? No, No, there's Okay, Okay, so Morgan, I would protect you and just tell you... But you just want me to do it? It's fine. Are you sure? I swear because I really don't think there's anything going on in my life right now. Do you want to take a break and tell her... No, I don't want to take a break because our listeners hey, probably want to kill us, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, our listeners okay. and me. I don't know anything. <laughs> Clip. Here we go. Me Spill either, the tea. Eddie. Here we go. 
Let's spill the tea. Lunchbox uh, stage is yours. Yeah, so Morgan had a dude spend the night at her house, and she outed herself to everyone on the show. Okay, Morgan? I, unless you've been sleeping at my house that I don't know about, there's been no man at my house. That would be creepy. Mm-hmm. And the reason we know this is because early on a Sunday morning, we get a text to the group. Oh my gosh, guys, does anyone know a plumber dire emergency? And I'm like, oh. Wait, can we can we stop for no, a no, quick? No, no, no. no, this is um, going to help you understand if Lunchbox is telling the truth or not. Because the text actually said... Finish it. Hold on, Amy. Let, Thank let, you. Let, let no, no, you don't, no, no, because he's already know, lying. Okay, and then we'll, we'll the tea is being poured. You can't <laughs> stop, you can't stop spilling the tea. Okay. So basically, she admitted that she had a dude over. He woke up in the morning, had to use the restroom after drinking. And you have... Um, if you drink a lot of beer, you have these in the morning. And it clogged the toilet. What? So she and had so, a dude over... He drank so much and clogged the toilet, and she was asking for a plumber. She was asking for a plumber because she was panicking, and she was like, she basically outed herself as having a dude spend the night who dropped some kids off at the pool and it clogged the toilet. So, what was her text? Her text was, "Hey, does anybody need?" No, no, oh. you started off with OMG. I didn't say. Yes, oh, you did. I literally never said OMG. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, he did. No, I literally did not. Okay, oh my well, gosh. we can check the tape. But go ahead. <laughs> I said. He said. She said, I need a plumber. Does anyone know a plumber? Dire emergency. Okay. okay. I'm looking at the text now because uh, I'm not on this thread with you guys. It says, does anyone have a plumber they use or recommend? Yeah. That's on a Sunday morning. No, that's the whole text. Nobody no, said, no. she didn't say dire But that's, situation. no, no. You don't text a group early on a Sunday morning unless it's a dire emergency and she panicked because this dude clogged her toilet. Morgan, was there a dude that spent the night at your house? I'm just watching him draw all these conclusions from one text message that I sent. That's and what I you do as an investigator. Right now. Morgan, did uh, did dude say Charles? First of all, nobody's business, but no. Boom. I agree with the first thing. It's nobody's business, which is why I was going to say something off <laughs> into your ear before we did this. Yep. Secondly, the answer is also no. And then thirdly, what's up with the toilet? It's not the toilet. It's my shower is leaking. Okay, it's not even the toilet. Just, but she didn't say that. But she, did, but she didn't say it was a toilet. Why did I have to tell you about what's happening in my house? I just needed a recommendation. I want all of our listeners to know this is what he does. And like, why are you so mean to Lunchbox? No, we're not mean. We're just like, we know what you're up to. Hold on. As a detective? You're you not to, a detective. You, you you're had to take little one. clues, and that's how you build your case. There was no clues of anything. You just mm. basically created a whole scenario that happened in my life. Where you wanted to come on and say, like, Morgan's hooking up with somebody. Yeah, because no. once I fully understood the plumber part... Amy was like, I don't get the plumber part. I didn't get I it because... Like, take a poo. No, no, no. I get that now. <laughs> but the first time I didn't really hear it, and I thought that Lunchbox like was driving by her her house, and she he saw a guy walk out or something, and he was going to tell us. Like, that's what that'd he saw. Cool. And then I'm like, Ooh, why is he... That's a good, that's cool. a good idea. I mean, why are you driving by her house? But Eddie, like, you see how that story... No, like, no, no, no. I saw the same text not once that I think, oh, a dude pooped in her toilet. Me neither. <laughs> I just, not once. I literally just replied. Well, that spilled the tea unsuccessfully. <laughs> Let's spill the tea. We should, not this time. But if someone spills the tea and it's completely inaccurate, they get it. Yeah. Not today. I feel like he should get it. Not today. Time. Not today. Oh. But that's punishment. You no. made up a whole story. If you spill tea, which is like, I know this thing and I'm going to share it, and but what you're sharing is wrong, that's pillory. But that's punishment. Pillory. But not today. Not today. Pillory. Not today. Not today. Okay, okay. The pillory is the thing where you put your head in your hands through. 
What are you doing? I'm I, Lunchbox said OMG, he, and he, I'm he, sure he did. He, he he's like, I literally didn't. didn't say that. Right. So that's mm. so the group chat yeah. isn't safe anymore. <laughs> the group chat is not safe. That is true. Oh. It's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Ismael Perez is an officer with the New Mexico State Police. He's on patrol when a car, boom, runs a red light. And he's like, uh-uh-uh, woo, 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 turns on the lights. Car keeps going. And he's like, what in the world? Woo, woo. And the car pulls into the hospital. And he gets out, and he's about to, you know, say, what are you doing? And the person opens the door. The woman had had a baby on the way to the hospital. Crazy. And the umbilical cord was like compressed. The kid wasn't breathing. So he said, man, I just went into reaction mode. Saw the doctors do this to my kid. Boom, boom, boom. Gives it a couple pats on the back. Is that real audio from the baby? Oh, wow. Sounds cool. Yeah. (laughs) Baby's okay. But here's Perez talking about it. I have three kids of my own. So I've seen the doctors do that with my daughters because they came out of the womb the same way, not crying or anything. Uh, so I did the same thing. Wow. You know, lucky that nobody was hit because I'd have been rushing through red lights and speeding and everything else. And so, man, when you're on red light, that stinks. But you have to do it. Luckily, nobody was hit. But it's like if you're a cop and you pull somebody over and they're like, no, something's going wrong. So you got to make up your mind quick if they're telling the truth or not. There was a football player, Jordan Addison, who was pulled over a place with the Vikings. He was going 140 in a 55. Which, by the way, what? That's fast. How do you, how do you even go somewhere where the, it goes 140? <laughs> you got a nice car. Mm-hmm. And so he said there was an emergency with his dog, and that's why he was driving so fast. And so the cops got to be like, do I believe him? Do I arrest him? You know, he saved the baby, which is awesome. But I saw the Jordan Addison story. I don't know if there was ever. Yeah, was that true? I guess it yeah, was I don't the know. Dog really the car? I, I don't think the dog was. I don't think the dog was with him. Oh hmm. no! Like I think he was getting to the dog. Like, oh. Or getting the because the dog called him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Our emergency. <laughs> I'm not sure. It, it never had a resolution. I never saw anything Me else either. about it. I just saw that huh. was the reason. But you're lucky. This guy driving the baby that he didn't call for backup and they throw the spike strips. You know what I mean? Because he didn't pull over. Like he just kept going to the hospital. I woo, think they woo. call the spikes. It takes a while to get to the spikes. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. I just want to make it like immediately. <laughs> officer goes, "All right, get the spike." Uh, guys, get the spike. We just had a car going 70 and a 55. <laughs> all right, Lunchbox, thank you. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Here's the question. 23% of Americans consider this food to be more of a snack than a meal. So a quarter of Americans, if asked, they would say that's a snack. Or 75% of Americans say it's a meal. So there you go. About a quarter of Americans will consider this food to be more of a snack than a meal. So most Americans think it's a meal, but there's a quarter of a fraction that says, nah, that's a snack. Can you name that food? It's hard. Never going to get it. Even laying it out more specifically, there is this one food. 75% of Americans say that's a meal. 25% say that's a snack. Can you name that food? Got it. Okay. So on the phone with us again, he didn't win last time because you guys let him down. Here's Kellen. Kellen. Welcome back, Kellen. Thank you. And where do you live, Kellen? I live in Ohio. Okay, Kellen in Ohio is going to play Never Gonna Get It. What is the, what is this food here? 75% of Americans basically say it's a full meal. Around 23, 25% say it's just a snack. What do you got? What's the food? Never Gonna Get It. Kellen, you're first. Can you name that food? I think it's salad. A salad. Mm. Okay. Good guess. Snack or meal. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's not salad, but that is a good guess. Okay, now, how do you guys feel about it? 100%. Nah, that's not it. Pretty good. Not it. Yeah, can we just buzz them? I know, right. I know, but I got it. Like, 100%, I got it. My wife loves this, and I argue with her. Is it a meal? I say, no, this is not a meal. It doesn't fill you up. You think it's a snack only, what you're talking yes. about? Okay. Most Americans feel it's a meal. About 25% say it's a snack. Kellen, you get to pick two people here. Which two would you like to represent you? Um, 
I think Amy and is Morgan playing? She is. How does she feel? I feel really good. Let's go with her. Okay. Oh, he, he's going with the uh, female power. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go. Uh, lunchbox, what do you have? Soup. It is soup. 100% it's soup. My wife loves it. Says it's a meal. I say, no, I'm still hungry. That's only a snack. It is soup. Ray, sorry, Kellen, you lost again. Woo! Kellen, I'll let you just change two lunchbox and drop the other two if you want after hearing that one guess. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Lunchbox, stay over there in that corner. Thank you. Eddie. It's not soup, guys. It's a peanut butter sandwich. Everyone's like, oh, here's a meal, peanut butter sandwich. No, 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 no. That is a snack. Got it. Okay. Let's go to the two people that he picked. Morgan, did you have either one of those? No, I didn't. What do you have? Well, I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, and everybody always ordered wings, sometimes as an appetizer, sometimes as a meal. So wings. Amy? Mine's in that vein, nachos. Oh, I had that too, Amy. That's good, Amy. Nachos. Uh, Nachos, wrong. Oh. Eddie, what was yours? Peanut butter sandwich. Wrong. What? What? Morgan, wrong. Dang. Kellen, how you feeling now? Lunchbox, wrong. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh, I know it. You're all wrong, but Kellen it. has one more shot to win. What in the world? So it is something we eat. 75% of Americans think it's a full meal. The other quarter say it's not a meal, basically. Uh, it's a snack only. Kellen, do you think... Now you have the options, 50-50. That one of them will get it or none of them will get it? Oh man, um... I I think one of them will get it. Okay, That's he has good. faith in you guys. I love his. Do you yeah. guys have your answers? I got it. No, I don't. Yeah, I what got it. What are you it. waiting on? Well, I mean, I can't think of another food. Just soup. That's all you had. That's all I had because it was snack. it. Snack. It wasn't it. It's a snack. Bones, I've never felt so confident before in my guess. <laughs> Ever. Everybody good? Well, why didn't yeah. you guess this one first? Because it came to me after the fact. Yeah, I don't really have a good answer. What do you have, lunchbox? Grilled cheese. That's pretty good to guess. That's not it. Amy? Like a charcuterie board, like cheese and crackers. Eddie? Well, I feel stupid. Grilled cheese. Oh, that's a pretty good guess. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was it. I didn't say it wasn't it. I know, but he's like, that's not it. Morgan? I'm going with a quesadilla. Okay, we have quesadilla, oh. grilled cheese, and a charcuterie board. Um, <laughs> Kellen said that one of you guys would get it. Kellen, I'll let you switch that if you want. Do you want to now go to nobody gets it? I don't know. I, um... <laughs> This is hard. Mm-hmm. It is. 50-50, do you think it's do you think the answer is grilled cheese, charcuterie board, or quesadilla? We know it's not charcuterie board. Why not? Because no one ever I don't think it. so. Yeah. So, so you're gonna say no to all of them? Yes. I think nobody got it. Okay. It is not charcuterie board. <laughs> Thank you. Good <laughs> try. You said quesadilla? Yeah. Not quesadilla. Hey, hey, we got it. Dude. We got dude, it. Dude. No, that was the only I mean like No no no. No no no. I think we got it. The answer is not grilled cheese. I told oh, you. Oh, my God. I told you. Like, I had no good guess. It's a bowl of cereal. Oh. But, well, that's definitely but not a meal. It, but at breakfast, is it a meal? But I could eat a bowl of cereal for a meal for dinner if I needed to. Yeah. You don't. But I could. If I, yeah, I have before. Yeah, I have too. Like, you have? Like frosted wheat? Yeah. Man, my wife uh, would well, never let me Kellen, do Oh, well, Kellen, you won. Look at this guy. Wow. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Kellen. Yeah. Yeah. Took us a while to get there, but dang it, we got there. Oh, man. That's so dumb. Man, you guys really struggled the last time to play this game. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I didn't struggle. Soup was pretty much but it the wasn't same right. thing as cereal. Wrong. No, it's you not the same thing as cereal. cereal. They sound the exactly the same. They're in the same device. They're both in a bowl. Like a They're both in liquid. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kellen. Hold on. We'll get you your prize. In the next segment, I will go with you guys over the last 30 days, the best rejected segments for the whole last month. Now, 
for a lot of different reasons, they were rejected. For example, this is one of them that was rejected that I think is a, it's a great bit. Then why didn't we use yeah, it? Why? Well, let yeah. me read it to you. Would a restaurant really make you wash dishes if you can't pay the bill? Oh, yeah. So, remember, that's always the thing. Like, you have to wash the dishes. So, we'd send Lunchbox there, have them eat a whole meal, order a whole bunch, and be like, I can't pay. I'll just wash the dishes and then see if they allow that. Hilarious. Not bad. Yeah. But the problem is, what? there's a chance he gets arrested. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? And we've had him in jail before. Hilarious bit. I just had to go, mm. Can't he quickly say, no, 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 just kidding, just kidding, Here's I got money. money. Yeah. Yeah. He could. Like as soon as, right before they put the cuffs on him. Or we, we can do a readdress <laughs> the segments that were rejected. Okay. But that would have been, that's a rejected segment so far because he, I, he would just go to jail. But that's funny, right? Mm-hmm. Another one was Raymundo talking about when country artists send CDs to the station. He's like, guys, stop sending us CDs. We don't have CD players. <laughs> that's a good right? point. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a pile of boxes. You always know if there's 12 identical that are the, all the, look the exact same. It's, it's an artist sent us CDs and nobody's going to listen to them and they just sit there. So, rejected segment of Ray taking shots at artists for sending CDs. <laughs> Didn't make the list, but those are two that are an example of what we're doing. Okay? Next up, the five best rejected segments over the past 30 days. <laughs> Rejected segments. So I have five. These are the top five rejected segments over the last 30 days. In the category of someone might die. This is why this one was rejected, and it's at number five. Number five. Mike D says, let's do confront a troll. We go into the comments on Facebook and Instagram to find and invite a few people who constantly troll country artists online. We tell them they want a contest to come to Nashville and stop by the studio. What they don't know is we're also inviting the country artists they've been trolling oh, to the like studio it. at the same time. Wow. That's good. We capture the uncomfortableness of the confrontation by reading all their mean comments in front of the artist while they're in there and have them explain themselves. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a lot. Of, first of all, how are they going to get here? We have to pay for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's that's, true. It's worth it, though. It's called Talk with a Troll. Secondly, the artist has to agree to want to do it. And thirdly, someone might die. Yeah. But most of the time, the, that troll is just going to be like, I'm sorry. Most of the time, yes. <laughs> that's why I said might. That. That's why I said might. So that's a good one, though. Yeah. That was a good idea. But we can't do that one because someone might die. All right. Yeah. The next one. Number four. This one's in the category of just trying to cheat the system. So Lunchbox had the idea of Lunchbox Carpool Karaoke. He said, can we do our own version of Carpool Karaoke? Everybody picks me up at my house and we record and sing songs on the way to work. And then we just put it online. He just yeah. wants a free ride. He wants a ride to work. That's it. Yeah. And if Morgan <laughs> or I pick him up, it's going to be his way to, Amy, you know, come in and complain about our driving. Amy, let's not bury the lead here. It's a cool segment where we do carpool karaoke. Carpool karaoke. <laughs> can't say those words. Yeah. Where you drive around and sing. I mean, that's a fun thing to put on YouTube. So he's trying to figure out a way to get people to give him a ride to work. Uh -huh. And so he says, we'll do carpool karaoke. Yeah. So that's... That one was rejected because he's just trying to cheat the system. <laughs> that was number four. Number three in the category of is it's just not that interesting. Here we go. Number three. Raymundo no longer gets a discount on rent at his apartment. Yeah, I agree with you. Isn't fascinating to the average person, but it just shows you how fragile stuff is. Our lady that was our head of our apartment complex just went to another job and it was called the CARES team and we put on we threw parties basically. Her leaving started a domino effect. We no longer get a rent discount. This is crazy. 
Life is precious. I thought he, she was going to die when he said Our Lady. He moved to another job. Yeah, Wait, yeah. but so is there still a CARES team or no. just... Disbanded, oh. but it's an idea for other apartment complexes. You should try it. I thought it was a fascinating idea, but it's done, though. How much discount on rent were you getting? Oh, uh, we, uh, we can't actually say because we all get different <laughs> amounts, so that But you're be, not anymore. Who cares? Because uh, then people would be mad at us because we were a couple and we were grandfathered in. I would love to tell you. I can tell you behind closed doors. <laughs> it's probably a it was, lot of money. It, it was quite significant. At one point, it was uh, it was actually phenomenal. Is You're this why like she had to leave to another job? <laughs> no, like, my wife leave like she got fired. Asked to leave? No, my wife's the head of the care team, so she gets more than the was. other people. So yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, and uh, let's go <laughs> to number two. Number two. This is in the category of I regret not doing it somewhere, but because I already knew all of this, I felt like other people might as well. But I was wrong. Okay, that's this category. Okay. I regret not doing it. Even in the post-show. It's Raymundo. He went to Waffle House for the first time ever, and he had no idea all the code words at Waffle House. And so, do you want to walk through some of these with us? Yep, got them. And I went to Waffle House in college every night, just about five nights a week at least, to study and to work and get ready for the next day. Spent a good amount of time and money at Waffle House. So, Ray, talk us through the list. Okay, so this is all for your hash browns. And it's just all how you say the stuff that you put on top of the hash browns. If you're from the South, apparently you know this. So what if I say you want it tripled? What does that mean? I know this. Do you want me to answer it or no? Yeah, hit it. I believe tripled is like the biggest order they can give you. Yes, that's basically it. it yeah. Okay. Uh, smothered. That's covered in like cheese or no. covered. But smothered, gravy. then there's covered. Bra- gravy. No. What is it? Smothered, smothered is onions. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Good for you. Good for me. Not knowing that. Covered. Oh, there's a difference. Covered, smothered, and... Oh, okay, got it. Amy's right. Covered is the cheese. Uh, American cheese melted on top. Okay. Chunked. Meat, chopped of ham. Correct. Diced. Uh, Diced. I would would have said... Tomatoes? But it can't be be onions. Diced is tomatoes, yes. Got it. Peppered. Peppers. With pepper? Jalapenos. Yeah. Oh. Topped is chili poured over all the hash browns. So you can do all that. So if you're ordering that entire thing, it would be what? You would say, I'm going to get my hash browns tripled, smothered, covered, chunk, diced, peppered, topped, and country. And what's the country part? Is sausage gravy. And they would know that. They're trained to know all that. Do you what is, Do you know your hash brown order? Because I know mine. Yeah, mine's, yeah. mine's smothered, covered, and peppered. I just want That's ketchup. It. I want just hash browns. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I say, ketchup. too. Hash browns, I'll just take some ketchup. I don't need all that. No. But yes. <laughs> Um, thank you, Ray. Yeah. That, that one was just like, I regret not doing it. That's, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I, then, w- I wonder if I can make up like salty. That means I want salt on it. Well, you have salt in your table. You put it on yourself. <laughs> Start one. You know what I mean? Start a trend. <laughs> okay. And then finally, number one. Number one. The rejected segment that was number one on the list in the category of overly dramatic and only for purposes of having some sort of content to try to bring the show. Where we all roll our eyes and go, okay, they're just being dramatic for the sake of having something to... Uh, it has to be Eddie. It's has, Eddie. Oh. It has to be. I mean, <laughs> we you, all know it. What are you talking about? Eddie, Eddie's thought his kid was kidnapped. Oh, 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 this oh is gosh. real. No, 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 guys, okay. I'm not being dramatic here. And every parent listening would be like, oh my gosh, I'd have a heart attack. I woke up in the morning. I needed toothpaste, right? And I'm like, where is my toothpaste? I don't have it. Oh, you know what? I know my son has toothpaste in his room. I go to my son's room. He's the teenager. He's 15. He's not in bed. Uh, it's like four in the morning. Where is he? I look at the window. I'm like, did he escape? Does he have a girlfriend? Did he run away? Did I say something last night to make him mad? I look in the bathroom. He's not in the bathroom. 
I start freaking out, go all over the house. Where is he? Downstairs on the couch. Nothing. He's not in my house, guys. So you got kidnapped from your inside your house? That's what I thought. I'm like, oh my gosh, my son's been kidnapped. I wake up my wife. She goes one way, I go the other way. Finally found him. He was under my other kid's uh, bed. He apparently heard something on the in the wall. He thought it was a rodent. He freaked out, so he went and slept in his little brother's room. Hmm. So he wasn't kidnapped. No, but God, so, so you think of all the kids, they would take really a fifteen-year-old. He doesn't really think that. Okay. This is just him being overly dramatic right. to try to get some prep on the air. Honestly, I thought maybe he had a girlfriend. He sneaked out, and I busted him. Uh. That's not true either. No, it's not. I mean, He's still holding on. No. He's holding on tight and he's being dramatic. So that was our number one rejected segment just because of the motivation. Hey, behind. what a story. Though, what huh? a story. <laughs> That's rejected segment. That was rejected segments. Oh. All right. Thank you, guys. How many of you guys in the room think you just get enough sleep? You do get enough sleep. Amy? I'll try, man. I'm close. Eddie? I think I get enough sleep. I'm still tired, but I get enough. Lunchbox? Never. Never you? get enough sleep. But you sleep all the time. I know, but I could always use more. Got it. Always. I feel like I probably don't. I'm, I'm better at prioritizing, but I don't get enough still. But they say just thinking you had a good night's sleep improves your well-being. Hmm. Right when Eddie said he's still tired, I was like, you got to quit saying that. If you keep saying you're tired, you're going to feel tired. But before that, I said, I think I get enough sleep. They found that feeling like you slept restfully True. is more significant to your mood than paying attention to those sleep trackers. Now, eventually, it catches up with you because your body does physically just right. catch up. Right. But... Attitude's a big part of it, where if you're like, it's it's almost a placebo, but placebos only work to a point. But it's almost a placebo. Like, I got a great night's sleep, I feel good. And if you don't feel good, you're like, it's crazy, I don't feel good, because I got a good night's sleep, and you kind of almost will yourself to it. Like, surface level. Yeah. So that's the deal there. If you come in and you're tired, you get, didn't get good sleep, just say, I did. Next thing you know, life of the party. I like that. I'm going to start doing that. I'm just going to oh, be like, boy. I did good, good sleep. And you know what you can say to yourself, too, when you are feeling tired or exhausted, instead of saying that, you can just say, I need rest. That's a more positive way to say that. You're telling yourself you need rest? I watched a brain scan of somebody that couldn't fall asleep, that rested anyway, laid in bed and just stared at the ceiling versus somebody who couldn't go to sleep so they got up and walked around and just stayed up like, I can't sleep. The person that got the rest, even though they didn't fall asleep, still got so much more like regenerative. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So it's not the same, but it definitely is something more than if you're just like, screw it, I'm awake. Yeah. Have a beer. They say, you know, your brain doesn't know the difference between like, um, like something you're saying that happened and then something that actually happened. So you just tell yourself you had great sleep. Maybe that would work. What in the world? Hey, I got a ripped eight pack. Hold on. Oh, come on. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Not there. I just told my brain. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right. Having a third place is good for mental health. Like a third house? What if you don't have a second house? <laughs> no, no. A third place to go. Uh, think of it this way. Your first place is where you live. Your second place is where you work or go to school. And your third place is any location that you go to frequently. No one's forcing you to show up there. But if you have a third place as a location, then you're just overall a happier person. Could be the gym, could be church, could be a park. So like but a safe place you can go when your mental health is not perfect to try to at least take some deep breaths and catch up. Yeah, yeah. Recalibrate. And a social interaction at your third place is is pretty good. Like if you can go to the park with a friend or you can meet a friend at the gym or you've got your social group at church, but it's just a third place, something consistent in your life. And overall, you're healthier. I like it all except for the interaction part. 
<laughs> not a big interactor when I'm not interacting. Mm-hmm. My third place would probably be like the driving range, but I don't really talk to anybody. I put headphones in and I go there and I listen to music. I listen to Sad Country and Counting Crows, and I hit songs. I hit balls. I hit balls. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I would think that golf could be your third place, and you often are playing it with three of your buddies. I'd rather, but if I'm not perfect, no, I need to do it by myself. It's that doesn't help you mentally to recharge with your boys on the golf course. I compete. I know. Oh. No, I'm. I'm. It's like it's war, except not really. But it's yeah. like you know, I'm up there, and I'm. I'm I, no. Do you have anything that's not a competition? Because I bet on the no. driving range you're you're competing with yourself. Yes, but no, no. I I my cup is filled by competition, and I have two places where I fill that cup in competition. One is playing golf and trying to get better and beat people, and I'm not that good. And then two is playing PlayStation sports games against my same friends I played golf against, mm. <laughs> trying to beat them. I need to compete in something because I need to get try to get better at something all the time. That's what it is right now. I've so, thought about playing in a men's basketball league. I'd rather not tear an ACL. <laughs> I've thought about. Uh, getting in a softball league, all of that, but it's right now it's golf and PlayStation. Well, you, you work out with Eddie and it's a competition? Not a competition. We're, we very yourself, much work together. No, I just try to get stronger and healthier. <laughs> we just try to get through it. Yeah. You're not ever? No. Oh. We, we are actually very encouraging. We each are. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, speaking of you and Eddie's friendship, friendships boost your brain. Like being lonely is actually bad. For your health. I, I feel like I need to be lonelier more. <laughs> no, it says social isolation has been associated with premature mortality. I hear you. If you're just not around folks at all and you're lonely, I just, my goal was to be more bored this year. And a lot of that boredom would come from when I'm not having to take care of dogs or when there are people around. I need more social isolation, I think. Well, I was thinking about it too, because like our job is a lot of social interaction. Like you're here with us in a room for five hours, so you probably just do need a break. All day or day. Yeah, but it says here, the study showed that people with the fewest social contacts had smaller brains, while people who had the most connections had larger brains. I was thinking you have a pretty large brain. That, no, you're making fun of my head size more than brain, okay? <laughs> All right, this story is for you, Bobby. There's a time traveler that says that aliens are gonna destroy Earth this year. These time travelers, they do the stupidest thing. They actually make these assertions that X is happening, and here's why it's going to happen. But then they do it so close to the actual date. You have to do it like 11 years away. Yeah, this is coming up October 3rd. This is the dumbest time travel ever because we're about to know he's fake in August, September. Two months. Less than two months. Unless he's not fake. True. Well, then we die anyway. Who cares? We, mm-hmm. So he loses both ways. <laughs> so he's coming from the year 2858. Okay. And... Then why doesn't he save us if Thanks. he's so smart? Because he's not going to be here in 2858 if we don't survive. Wait, wait. Maybe he's saying the aliens are coming, but they're not going to kill us. Because he's around. What did he say? Is they killing us? Well, there, there's an alien, uh, the Vanguard, and it's going to take 12,000 humans to a life-sustaining planet to save them. So they'll be scooping so up some and uh, taking them away. But it looks like everybody else is going to be obliterated. Well, all you non-believers... Good, good luck. I'll be up there with Ayla chilling. Non-believer. Would you like to <laughs> sleep on a star? Carry moonbeams home in a jar. That's me. Boom. Is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Last week, Eastern Michigan University posted a video that's awesome. It's the head football coach talking to his team. He's talking about how he only has a limited amount of scholarships that they give out a year to the football players. 
And then he mentions a player named Zach Conti. Zach here, he's been paying his own way for four years. It's pretty amazing. You know, he doesn't have a lot of money, but he wanted to play football, so he pays out of his own pocket. And then at the same time, Brian Cooley, another football player, says, Coach, I have a full ride, a full scholarship. I would like to give it to Zach. And he stands up, hands him the piece of paper, and it's his own scholarship. He said he talked to his family. They all agreed it was the right thing to do. And now Zach has a full ride to play football. That's a great story. Very selfless. I didn't know you could do that. I'm sure it's that. all been worked out because the coach would be like, no, 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 no. I have another kid I'd like to give the scholarship to. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to get in here. That's all jokes aside. That's really cool. And I'm sure it was all lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everyone had to clear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a scholarship's not just a piece of paper. Right, right. You have to show up every day with your paper. No, no, no. This is my scholarship. I'm good to go. That is pretty cool, though, that he would do that. His family would be up for it, too. Great stories. Very selfless. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It's now time for the morning corny. The morning corny. How did the flower gardener get rich so quick? How did the flower gardener get rich so quick? He was running a huge pansy scheme. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Pansy scheme. That was the morning corny. I like that. You like one. that? One? that was, I don't know why that one got me. That tickled me pretty good. A pansy scheme. All right, Eddie, ready? I'm ready. Eddie, Spanish word of the day. The word of the day is mañana. Mañana. You know what that means, Bones? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So let me use that in a sentence for you. If mañana never comes. Tomorrow never comes. And that one weirdly works when you sing it. If tomorrow, mañana. Yeah, same syllables. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I My Spanish is limited, mm. but... I think I can hear things more than I can say them or know them just from hanging out. You know, lived in Texas for 12 years. Totally, man. All my friends were Hispanic, most of them. I think somewhere in your DNA, you're Hispanic. Probably. Just because, I mean, you know, you, you, whenever we were all hanging out, me, you know, me and my Hispanic buddies and you, we're all like, hey, you just, we all fit in. Hey, just all, everybody, everybody's like, look, at the, get this guy a... Um, Cerveza. Cerveza. What? what? Cerveza. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. No, yeah, no. Very, <laughs> I changed my mind. No, okay. <laughs> that alone made you change your mind? Yeah, that didn't work. Oh. Dang. <laughs> ah, chingo. Whoa! 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 You can't say that, dude. You gotta bleep that. <laughs> That's not good. I heard that on George Lopez. Yeah, you can't say Just because it's Spanish, you can't say bad words. But I don't think it's a bad word. Yes, it is. I think they did say that on George Lopez show. Mike, he can't say that on well, the air. Well, beep it. <laughs> That's funny you said that, though. Who, George Lopez taught you that? Well, you guys would say it, too. Well, yeah, sometimes. But then I could have swore I saw it on George Lopez on ABC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, see, if we say it, though, and we start laughing, it's probably not a good word. Chingao. Uh, <laughs> no, beep it. Oh, they beeped it again. Okay. Leave it on the podcast, though. Can we do that? Okay. I didn't know. That's funny. Oh, it did. oh the translation is the F word. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Oh, okay. That's how it's spelled? How, how is it spelled? No, I'm not spelling it. It's like Amy spelling the F word on our show. <laughs> we did beep that, right, Ray? Yep. Okay. Well, how about that? Wow. Good morning. That, well, that's not the Spanish word of the day, by the way. Though. Hey, but it kind of okay. is. For those listening on the podcast. <laughs> We're going to draft hottest celebrities over the age of 65. So Ray was last place in the Circular Foods draft because he had poop as one of his picks. Dang it. <laughs> so he's out. So, uh, Mike, do you roll the dice to see who goes first? Morgan goes first. Morgan, hottest celebrities over age 65. Oh, this is so easy. This number one pick is so easy. It's Dolly Parton. Oh, I thought it was so easy the other way. Okay. That's good, though. Absolutely. I agree. That's a great pick. I'm going to go Kevin Costner. Oh, I had him. Wow. How old is he? 68. Think about him. Okay. 
Is that not you had? It was so easy for you? Mm-mm. Oh, George Strait. Hey, bones, easy. What are you doing? Easy. easy. That's who she's going to pick. I know her. You don't know. Trust me. I know her. How old is he? He's 62. Uh, 100. Is he 62? No, he's, he's, he's. You can pick whoever you want. Yeah. Yeah. George Strait. Dang. <laughs> he's 71. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to pick George Strait. Okay. We knew on Friday when she mentioned it yeah. that that was going to be her yes. first pick. But I'm all out. That's it? You only had three? <laughs> I don't got anything. Lunchbox, hottest celebrities over 65. Yeah, I'm looking, man. You're still uh, looking stuff no, no. up? Go, go. Go, go, Yeah, go. you guys took my guy. We need uh, three. I know. I asked my wife this weekend, and she said, Liam Neeson. The guy from so Taking. you said Liam Neeson. You just don't want to say you yeah. said it. Yeah, uh-huh. I got you. All right, uh-huh. all right. <laughs> Right. Eddie, a hottest celebrity over 65? Okay, okay. I got it. She's sexy. Reva. That's good. Reva. That's a good oh, one. I didn't know how she She's was. still sexy. That's a good one. It's getting creepy now, more like creepy, but that's a good one. <laughs> I just like saying sex. Yeah. Okay, so we went all the way around first round. Then we go backward on the second round. Eddie, had Reva as your first pick. Who's your second? I'm going to go Han Solo, Harrison Ford. I they think he's sexy, right? I think so. I think at one point. Yeah, I guess it's also in people's memory what age they're remembering the yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's go over to Lunchbox. But George is still. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Lunchbox. Yeah, I'm looking, ma'am. That's the only 70-something-year-old <laughs> I'd like, go out on a date with. What? Excuse me? Amy's mm. shooting her shot right now with George mm. Strait. He's taken. He's married. Hey. I know. He's, that's hey, not what? true. Man, there ain't no one out here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Lunchbox is a celebrity over 65 that's hot. You gonna go with poop? No, I mean with Ray's answer when he didn't have one. No, I mean I don't even know if people know who this girl is though. What website are just you say on? Just say it, dude. You can't just go pick like grandmas that are like naked. No, I'm... Jane Seymour. Oh yeah, she's Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. Yeah, I think. she's a hot. Oh yeah, she's beautiful. I'd give her my attention. Okay. Amy. Speaking of Jane's, Jane Fonda. Oh, I have her. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, she's eighty-five, by the way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's I over to do. me. I'm going Denzel Washington. Nice. <laughs> Six, 68. Good, good looking dude. Yes, sir, he is. You better dang believe that one. Morgan? I'm going George Clooney. Oh, he's 65? Uh-uh, he's not. If he's not, you go he's down to poop. poop. Oh, no! Yes, Let's sh- That sucks. Freaking A. Should have done your research. I did. Okay. Well, so so we have one more round. Morgan has Dolly Parton, and she also has poop. So So (laughs) That's how you use that first pick. So rude. Who's your first pick? So dumb. Go ahead. Sylvester Stallone. Okay. I don't know how old he is, but I'm just trusting he's older. He's what? 77? Wow, 77. He's old. Oh, man, that's good. Okay, so it's over to me now. Hot celebrities over 65. I'm going to go with Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm, oh, yeah. He's still good looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. I kind of wanted to pick three dudes. It's fine. She's beautiful. Yeah, I Listen. was like Pierce. Oh, sorry. 
Don't I got a little cool. passionate about it. Sorry, go Here's Brock. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, Bones. <laughs> Amy, you're up. Okay. Should I go with the 66-year-old or the 93-year-old? Oh, for sure, 93. 93. You're going to go for it. Grand yeah. slam it. Should you go with the 1,000-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Amy. He's... Amy. Is that not good? Is that the one you said you would date? No. No, just Tinder. (laughs) Wait, can I switch it? Nope. Hmm. You can switch it to Pooh. No. Clint Eastwood, good deal. I might as well go Bob Barker. Is that for you? (laughs) Is he alive? Yeah, he is. He's 99. I mean, Clint Eastwood was a great looking dude, but... Yeah. Let her change it to Bob Barker. No, I don't get to change it. You still think. You you can go to Bob Barker if you want to change it. Dang it. I should have picked the 66-year-old. I knew it. Okay, Lunchbox. Ah, guys. I mean, I got Liam Neeson, Jane Seymour, and I mean, there's a couple more on my list that, like my wife says, a couple dudes, but but I'm not going to go them, guys. We watch her every single night on TV. Yeah. She struts across that stage and flips those letters. Oh, no. Give me Vanna White. Oh, no. Is she 65? She's 66, to be exact. Oh, okay. Thank you. I guess I don't know what she looks like older. Oh, she looks good. You know how she was smoking hot younger? She's smoking hot older. Nice. Nice. All right, Eddie. Final pick. (laughs) This is so... I got nothing left. I have Oprah and Lunchbox's mom left. Oh, Lunchbox's mom. (laughs) But she's not a celebrity. Dude, dude, that's the best one. You you probably... You probably win if you make lunchbox. Oh. She's a celebrity. We all we always know that you have things for lunchbox's mom, but she's pretty sexy. It, let's, <laughs> she, she looks just like lunchbox. Ah, she's her own woman. <laughs> That's true. Are you serious? That's true. Eddie, so mad. Eddie, who's your pick? So mad. You have Reba here. Are you serious? Okay. I'm just gonna go with the one I think is the best pick. Go ahead. Put me down for lunchbox's mom. <laughs> My mom's only 64. No, no way. She's not. You get poop. No, no she's you not. get poop. Prove it. Are, are you telling the truth? Yeah. Prove it. If you're lying, you get poop. Right, I'm not telling the truth. Okay. Oh, I believe you. Okay. I, didn't I can't believe second. you took my mom. What? Did you want to take her? No, no. I don't think my mom's hot. Okay, you shouldn't. It's your mom. That is so weird. Hey. So you're jealous of Lunchbox because he kisses his mom on the lips? All the time. Every yeah. time he says it. Yeah. Eddie, how old's your mom? I don't know. But we're done picking, right? I we're done picking. Eddie's okay, mom, she's seventy something. I don't know. Yeah. Dang, Dang it! So here are that the teams. That is so rude. Here are the teams, <laughs> and don't pick based on just the first pick. Look at the whole body of work. Right, right, right. Dolly Parton, Poop, and Sylvester Stallone as Morgans. <laughs> so dumb. I have Kevin Costner, Denzel Washington, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Amy has George Strait, Jane Fonda, and Clint Eastwood. Lunchbox has Liam Neeson, Jane Seymour, and Vanna White. Eddie has Reba Harrison Ford and Lunchbox's mom. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? No, no nothing. You know what's funny? Nothing. Hey, nothing's funny. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing's funny. That's just funny. That's funny. Yeah. On the Sword Losers Facebook page, huh? my mom, my dad is under my mom's account, and she'll comment, and Eddie will be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> but he doesn't realize he's doing that to my dad. Hey. Hey, I got catfish. In his mind, he's still doing it to your mom. You I know got right? catfish. Okay, nice I, job. That is so Everybody, good. go vote on our website, bobbybones.com. So disrespectful. We'll leave it up for a little bit, and we'll get a winner. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Amy hurt herself pretty bad. We were leaving this show in Wichita, and I said to Eddie, did you see that Amy, like, ripped her ear out? What on earth? And he said, what? What do you mean? I said, look at her Instagram. So, first of all, <laughs> I want to know what happened. Second of all, 
I think it's a hilarious bit when we go, can somebody come up here and fix this? Yeah. Like, if we can get a listener that can sew Amy's ear together, yeah, we should do that this morning on the air. Because she ripped a hole through it, right? Oh, it's not just, yeah, it's, it's all the way. So, oh, like it's a, so it, it all started back I, I, in uh, seventh grade mm. when my earring got caught on some girl's sweater in the lunch line. And it ripped my ear. And then ever since then. All the way through back then? Not all the way through. No, just a little. Okay. And then, you know, over the years, the last 30 years, it's ripped here, ripped there, a little more, a little more. And here a rip, there a rip, everywhere a rip, rip. <laughs> and we were at my son's birthday party on Saturday. And we're oh. like all outside and we're talking. And, you know, I talk with my hands. And my hand like flew up next to my earring. You did it to yourself by just talking with your hands? Yes. <gasps> and then, and I didn't know for sure it ripped all the way through. I mean, it was hanging on by... <laughs> a thread and then all of a sudden my earring flies across the ground and my friend picks it up and she's like oh the back is still on the earring and I was like okay okay and so I instantly like grabbed my ear and I'm holding it it because I don't want anybody to see it bled a little bit not crazy because there wasn't like that much left to rip and so but I'm holding it and I'm terrified I just feel and everyone's like screaming my friend's like I have a band-aid in my car so Claire goes and gets that. She bandages, me. <laughs> she bandages me up. And then I just, I'm terrified. I don't want to look at it. I, I washed it in the shower, so I didn't have to look at it. And then now mm. I have nothing on it, but I don't look at it. My hair's covering it. And my friend told me yesterday it looked like a, you know, a lizard's tongue that split. Like a fork tongue? <laughs> so there's or a like band-aid on it now? A hoof. No. Okay, I want to see it, but hold. Come on. No, you I want to see it too. Because I want to make sure when I vomit everywhere, they don't get any of the, the <laughs> machine, the you equipment here. I mean, it's. I do, uh, but it was. What kind of crazy? What kind of background does a listener need to have to come up here and fix your ear? Listen, I just need it to be sewn together properly, no infections, and like no scar tissue or whatever so that I can get it pierced. Then are you sure we should do that here? Yeah, I'm up for it. I think it's a great bit. Sure, but shouldn't that be done like at a hospital or something? We no, anybody that can sew can do it. Well, not so close, but stitches. Oh. Okay, stitches. so we're looking for somebody to come to the studio with a stitch kit? Well, like, are they... <laughs> I just don't know uh, what to ask for here. Oh, sutures, I think. Okay. Sutures. If anyone knows what we're talking about, we're just going to trust that you have some sort of license to do this. Blind trust. Uh, Call us. Like a dermatologist? 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number. And we will have you come up and sew Amy's ear together and maybe ask you a couple questions about your profession. Eddie was hurt and we had a guy come up and kind of fix your knee or work on it once. Yeah, I have a bad knee. Right. I think fixing the Bobby Bone Show live on the air is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But now we got to sew Amy's lizard tongue ear up, which <laughs> yes. I cannot believe she ripped it out with her own hands. Mm-hmm. Can I see it? Okay, yeah. Oh, I mean, you're just going to, I don't, gonna, like I don't think it's going to, it's It's like, right now it looks like it's together. But you got to pull it apart for him. No, don't, oh. Yeah, so you got to, or else you're not going to be able to tell. Let me see here. Let me, oh, I don't want to see it. I already see it. I already see it. I don't like it. Well, what did you see? What'd I don't you like see? it. Amy, come here, come here. <laughs> I don't like it. Do come here, come here, come here. Just turn around, Amy. Let me see. I, I don't even like when I'm watching a football game and someone hurts their ankle when they rewind that. Oh, where's that? Oh! Oh, it's the Grand Canyon! Oh, oh my gosh, that was disgusting. That is nasty. I, I love watching UFC, and that was worse than that. Yeah, guys, I'm gross. You have uh, cauliflower ear. That <laughs> is so bad, ear. Amy. It, it's so bad. Oh. And yeah, I mean, definitely. Imagine being me and ripping Whoa. it out of your ear With yourself. your own hands. With your own hand. And then I just, I held onto it and I couldn't let go. It was almost like I, I lost oh. part of me. 
you know? I lost part of me, too, without looking at it. Yeah. So I think some people are confused about Amy's ear. If you missed a couple segments ago, Amy was talking. She was using her hands, and she ripped her earring out of her ear. Now, that didn't happen live on the air, but it had happened this past weekend. She's telling us about it. Man, you must have really been telling a story. I mean, well. I'm going for it. It's like my finger got caught on my hoop. Yeah, but, like, why would you put your hand behind your ear to talk? Like, what was know. the story? I, like, I don't know. Relive that. <laughs> why did you not say that on the show? <laughs> so, she's like, it ripped all the way through. People think that the hole just got bigger. Well, I don't, yeah. I think they think that it rips, like, it made a, made a really big, big rip. but And that I need to have it cut so that it's in split. But it's already split. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's, the way cut in yeah. half. Ooh. It's right. like two flaps. Just <laughs> flapping in the wind. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like that. <laughs> And I feel bad for you. Yeah. Because you don't deserve that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. I mean, th- what does this make possible? Well, I finally get to take care of it. It's had a huge hole forever. And now I get to get a new piercing and I'll be able to wear earrings comfortably in like a couple months. Hey, Don, I want to go over to Don real quick. Don, thank you for calling the yes, show. What would you like to say? I would like to say that we can certainly fix Amy's ear for her. Are you able to come up here and do it, or does she have to go somewhere that's, like, sterile? Um, that one, I'm going to leave that um, question for the doctor. Um, she might could come up there and do it. It's a super simple, just takes a few minutes. We do them in the office all the time. Um, it probably take longer to just to numb it up really quick, and then a couple of stitches, and she'll be good to go. What if I go no numbing? Why would you do that? I don't know. I'm just... Oh, makes yeah. it a bit better I if we do it on the that, air. But I, mean, I love it. Can't get enough of it. Hey, employee of the month, you may get it if you do that. And what's Dawn? She's the nurse. What, what? I am the coordinator, and I'm calling for my doctor, who is the plastic surgeon. Okay. Well, oh, Ray plastic surgery? Let's. What's up? She has to have plastic, plastic surgery for no, this? It's, and get a Brazilian butt lift at the same time. No. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> it is. It's people, most people online were telling me, yes, a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist. Or like an ENT. But what about like a seamstress? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. No. Raymundo. Yep. A tailor. No. Yep. no. Uh, put Dawn on hold and I, let's see if, I'm sure the doctor has a busy day, but if the doctor can come up here and sew her ear up, we'd love to talk to the doctor on the air as well. Okay. All right. I mean, see yeah, what's up. Pl- plastic surgery, I feel like we could come up with tons of questions. Yeah. Um, we need anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A mob of criminals stole up to 100000 bucks worth of merchandise from the Westville Topanga Shopping Center in California Saturday afternoon. A mob of criminals went in. It's just one of those where there are so many people, and they go hard, and it's like, try to catch us all, you're not going That's to. That's crazy. Multiple individuals wearing black from head to toe could be seen ransacking a store at the mall, carrying duffel bags, purses, and other items past a broken glass on the floor. This video is posted by the police department. A similar scene unfolded Tuesday in another town where police say thieves stole $30,000 worth of property in a bold flash mob burglary. They should not call it flash mob because then it seems fun, like they're dancing while they're stealing. (laughs) Because a flash mob to me is everybody doing choreographed dance moves. Just say like a, what did they say earlier in this? The, yeah, mob robbing. That sounds bad. That sounds worse. Flash mob sounds like they're real fun dance moves. (laughs) So... It's just scary. What if you're in the store and you see a bunch of people come in dressed the same? Oof, I hit the ground. I for do not sure. like that. Luckily, they're not holding guns at people, and they're not saying, give me your money and robbing them. There's just so many, and they're just busting and going. I don't know if that's lucky, but at least it's luckier. Mm. Next up, 
A Florida-bound American Airlines plane drops 15,000 feet in three minutes. Oh. oh, my gosh. Quote, it was terrifying. An American Airlines flight headed to Florida dropped over 15,000 feet in about 200 seconds. American Airlines flight 5916 on Thursday took off from Charlotte, North Carolina, headed to Gainesville, Florida. Crew members on the plane reported a possible pressurization issue. Boy, if those things ever fall from the masks... Yeah, I'm going to wet myself. Yeah. Right. Even if it's an accident. Because that's like worst case scenario, Yeah, I've never right? seen that happen. I don't want to see that <laughs> oh. happen. That's just oof. So they started talking to people and they were like, yeah, we've flown a lot. This was scary. I guess you could almost feel it like a roller coaster. Oh. While in flight, the crew received an indication of a possible pressurization issue and immediately and safely, they say safely, they have masks on. Oh, my God. If it, They're like... Take care of kids next to you first. Yogurt. I'm taking theirs too. Okay, so I'm taking theirs. Yeah, the I'm having two. There's a kid next to me. I'm gonna have two. Do you not listen to the flight attendant? Oh no, no, I'm scared. I'm doing everything wrong. No, the adult goes first. Got it. Yeah. The Hawaii wildfire becomes the deadliest U.S. blaze in more than a century as the death toll reaches 93 and is expected to grow. The death toll from a wildfire that tore through a historic town on the Hawaiian island of Maui has reached 93. As they say, the number will rise. Much of the centuries-old town of Lahaina? Lahaina. Lahaina. Are looking like ashen wasteland in the wake of the wildfire. Buildings, residents, like houses. Do we know what started it? Like, I, well, I know that the people are wondering... Something about the the power company, that's just speculation that I read. I think two lawsuits have already been filed because they had sent out a warning saying, hey, because of the wind and whatnot, it might take power lines down, which could start a fire. But then they never turned off the electricity or the power. So they're wondering why, if that was the threat. But that's just what I read. And If that's not accurate, NPR will correct you. No, yeah, no. Yeah, don't worry but about I, that. I'm, I'm saying enough times, this is just what I read. Mm. I don't know. And <laughs> that the sirens didn't go off. And I, Hawaii has, I think, I saw that it was one of the most sophisticated or the most sirens and outdoor siren in the world and it, they didn't go off and they don't know why and I think in addition to 93 like a thousand people are missing really so uh, super sad it's terrible much of Hawaii was under a red flag warning for the risk the exact cause of the blaze is still unknown I'd like to say that officially because that, that is what's here unknown, unknown I, just, I just shared one thing that I read that was speculation good I'm glad you did I did not share that so that wind was super strong though really? there's been a lot of TikTok videos of how strong that was uh, the story I read from was Fox News hope and praying for everybody there Scientists discover the exact workout regime that may lower your risk of an early death by up to 50%. Come on. 50%? That's what I said. Early (laughs) death. Yeah, usually it's like 1%. (laughs) The optimal combination is 1.25 hours of moderate exercise, like brisk walking. So, you know, hour and and 15 minutes. Per day? No, per week. Oh, not bad. 2.5 hours of vig... Oh, it's more than that, guys. I know you thought that was it. No, 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 no. It's more than that. So, this is per week. 1.25 1.25 hours, which would be an hour and 15 minutes, of moderate exercise like brisk walking. 2.5 hours of vigorous exercise like running or swimming a week. Okay. Two sessions of muscle strengthening activities like lifting weights. And if you do that, which is four, five hour, 5.75, if you do that, five hours and 45 minutes, I guess you'll live 50% longer. Wow. Wow. So if you're going to live to 80, you're now going to live to be 120. <laughs> that's what they're saying. So that's wow. 50% of your 80. <laughs> That's pretty huh. good. And that's a, like if I start now, 
Like not, not I shouldn't, true. I shouldn't have done that when I was 20. Like, Great point. So you're probably only going to live like 110 now. <laughs> right. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Men and women perceive some gestures in completely opposite ways according to studies. For instance, nodding your head. Like if I do this, men think you agree with me. Women think you're listening to me. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. If you stand close to someone, men perceive that as someone going, oh, they must care what I have to say. Like they're, they're close because they want to know what's up. Women go, you're crowding me. This is unsafe. <laughs> that makes sense. Holding eye contact. A woman thinks you're listening. A man thinks you want, you want to get down. Yeah, yeah you want to get down <laughs> nope. for sure. Because oh, we're idiots. Yeah. That is from Lion Taming by Steve L. Katz. Do you have a close office friend? Experts say try to make at least one to two decently close friends at work because it's good for your career. Close work friendships boost employee satisfaction by 50%, and it also makes people want to go to work. And if they like to go to work, they usually work better. The studies also found that people with a best friend at work are seven times more likely to engage fully in their work and work longer hours because they're just not miserable there. That is from Monster.com, which is where I think there's a new career in staging, like hiring somebody. Let's say I brought in, guys, we have a new employee. It's Milton. And then Milton comes in, and all of a sudden, he's Lunchbox's best friend. Like, Milton likes to drink beer. Milton loves Talk um, loud. Kansas. Riding bikes. He farts everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Milton's <laughs> only job is to play that character, so Lunchbox likes him, so he's happier. Milton's not real. Wow. It's actually this is Charlie. Actually a who's a full-time act- job? Well, I'm saying you could actually do that with a couple different people, and if it boosts productivity so much. And then Milton could be the spy and, like, best tell friend. you what. Absolutely. Oh, man. Oh, Good stuff. Fake best friend. Who, yeah. Kevin? Is that Kevin? Is that Kevin? Kick off Kevin has been brought in by all of us to do that. Uh, Suits is red hot streaming. Suits is the hottest rerun right now. Forever it was The Office and it was Seinfeld. Suits has logged over 12.8 billion minutes on Netflix and Peacock in the past four weeks. I have never watched Suits. It's so good. This story's from The Wrap. Hey, Mike D, is Suits one of your favorite shows of all time? It's not. I figured you would like that 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 show Suits. Morgan, do you like Suits? Yeah, it's in my it is in my top three favorite TV shows of all time. It's really good. What's good about it? It's just it has romance, it has suspense, it's like a lawyer show, which is always really interesting too. So you see these crazy cases happen. I don't know. It just has a lot of good like every bullet point you can need in a show. It has like Perry Mason meets The Notebook or what. Perry Mason. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's right. It's a guy from The Americans. That's what? right. Oh, you don't ever see them like in court. But they're just like it's a oh, lot no. of time is spent in their office. But the whole premise is a guy, he's super smart and he never went to law school, but they end up he ends up working at a law firm, like fraudulently, like says he has a law degree mm. and then they find out he doesn't. But he's he can read he reads something and he retains it. And so he's just My very wife smart. does that. It's so annoying. Yeah. Because I know if we're disagreeing about something and she has, she knows the fact, I can't, she knows it. She can read something, knows it immediately. She can hear a song once and know every word to it. It's so annoying. It's awesome. But I don't like it whenever she's like, no, I don't think that's right. And I'm like, for sure it is. And then she will recite something to me and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I don't say that. <laughs> I'm just like, you think you remember everything. But really, I'm, I know she remembers everything. Uh-huh. Uh, researchers say crocodiles are attracted to kids' screams. Uh-oh. And what could be, I mean, do the kids scream because they see the crocodile? Or do the kids screams bring on the crocodile? Yeah, what if they're in the lake and they're just playing? Right. You know? In the study, they claim that alligators, crocodiles can sense fear better than humans can. And the intensity of the crocodile response depends really on the set of specific acoustic features, meaning 
the screams, and the younger the scream, the more high pitch it is, the more aggressive the crocodile gets. Mm. Okay. It's in the New York Post. That's scary. So women's screams are more than men, mm-hmm. like higher. Yeah. Um, I'll do one more here. Death meditation. Thought huh? I'd end with this. What? what? Do you want to feel thrilled to be alive? Well, try death meditation. It involves wrapping yourself in sheets like a mummy and imagining looking at your dead body. What? Mm. This is just some like yoga teacher brogue trying to create something, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like get people to pay some money for some. Uh, One of the latest wellness trends has people wrapping themselves up as mummies and picturing their dead bodies and coming to terms with their eventual death. There are several types of death meditation and some are based on you know, particular traditions from over thousands of years old, but they teach that death is not a scary concept. It's natural. And what you do is you wrap yourself up like a mummy and then you write your own eulogy. Oh, this is, I don't even like this story anymore. That's I don't like weird. Talking about death. You never think about your funeral though? Like who's coming? Who's I don't not? think about my funeral. Uh. I think about death every day. But I don't think about my funeral. Like, like how you're going to die every day? Yeah. I just like think about a, death in general. But, but yeah. how does it come up? Um, I go, well, I haven't thought about death in 15 minutes. Probably should start thinking about it again. I, I, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't like talking about it, so I'm going to go ahead and hit this button. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Thank you. Coming up, I do have some audio from Abby's performance this weekend of doing her original song. I haven't heard the audio yet. Of her. I can tell you this, the crowd was going nuts. I'm not sure how good it's going to sound if we're singing because the crowd was going so nuts, I couldn't really tell. So we'll do that. And then if anybody wants to come up here and sew up Amy's ear... Which she ripped completely in half. The earring came completely out of it. It's like two floppy skin lobes in the wind just <laughs> slapping each other. We can also do that. We'll be back in one second. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Let's put Dr. Lucky on the phone. Hey, Dr. Lucky, how often... How, what's up? This is she. Hey, Dr. Lucky, how often does somebody come into you that has ripped their earring completely out and it's like two little lizard tongues flapping in the wind? Frequently. Wow. Oh. It happens more than you think. So Amy has this and it looks... It's gross. I'll be honest with you. And Amy, very beautiful woman. In every way, oh, she I'm just sure. shines. Uh, absolutely. But I'm telling you, the ear, it's a problem. <laughs> Luckily, she has yeah, a problem. Yeah. My, my hair's yeah. covering oh, it. Oh, that's gross. Oh. So what can we do here? Do we, uh, what can you do to help Amy today? Usually I see patients after the area has healed. And so I'm usually cutting out a scar mm. or making that area fresh again and bringing the edges together. Um, I talked to, I think, Abby, and I told her it's a little bit risky in terms of closing it now because... That area has had time to colonize with the bacteria on her skin. So freshening up those edges and bringing them back together, there's a risk of her having that open back up because of infection. So, so she just gonna so die. So how long do I have to? When is it? She's stuck. Heals. She's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a, probably a fifty-fifty chance of it coming back open. But what I would do is, if, especially if she's out in the public eye a lot and she doesn't want to walk around with an earlobe that's split, I would just go ahead and give it a shot. You lose nothing except for a couple injections of having that area numbed up and going through with the procedure again, potentially in the future. So so we got a chance I could get infected, but it's fine. No, I'll 50 just, 50 chance you die. Oh, I'll no. just deal with it later. Yeah. Um, so is there a chance that, like how, do you, are you far from us? Are you close to us? Where, where's your studio? Ray, let's put Dr. Lucky on hold and if we can get her up here, that'd be awesome. Uh, and if not, maybe we send... Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what that. you want to do, feel comfortable doing. Van Gogh it. Cut the rest off? Yeah. Oh. No. Oh, idea. Yeah. oh, one hole, Amy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but now I'm like, oh, I listen, th there was such little skin left that I, I don't really know that it's that much, you know, to heal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we're good. The chance of infection is low. You, 
You have a dog. Okay. It doesn't matter. Could Thank she get those big rings like the gauge? Yeah. So she that. could probably get a good start on gauge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a new thing. Oh, I can't even think about it, guys. I used to look at National Geographic when I was in like third grade. And I'd <laughs> see me. the people gauging their ears. Oh, and I'd be yeah. like, that's so cool. Yeah. Those were big. I never. Yeah, it's huge. But I never. <laughs> and then it became like pop punk and, and then punk. <laughs> And I'd be like, man, I can never pull that off. But I thought it was so cool. That and, I, and like a tongue ring. I would see dudes get that. And I was like, man. I you wanted, wanted, a, you uh, wanted uh, a tongue ring? Well, what as a dude? For a minute. I was like 15. <laughs> wow. Thank God you did I didn't. Not get that. I didn't uh, pierce anything. I'm a wimp. Yeah. But I didn't. But I remember there was a guy named John John who got his tongue pierced. And John John, like a little crazy. What age, what age was this? 15. 15. Wow, John John. And I was like, John John got his tongue pierced. That's so cool. And he'd, be, he'd always be playing with those teeth like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you ever think about getting your belly button pierced? I didn't have a belly button. Oh, Remember, oh. I have a scar that goes yeah, all the way down. That was rude. Dang, 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 well, I have like that. a third of a belly button, but yeah. I, I never had you enough. You still get that pierced. <laughs> a third of my belly button? Yeah, the little. I think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, okay, so we'll see if Dr. Lucky can come up. If not, we'll figure out what we can do with Amy here. A couple things I wanted to mention, and I do want to get over to Abby because Abby performed this weekend. She did her original song called My Hometown. I think she called it Wichita. Yeah. No, it was going to be so, called Wichita. Hey, Abby, yes. the name of your song is what again? Hey There, Hometown. Hey There, Hometown. So Abby <laughs> came out and opened both of my Wichita shows for me. And by the way, Wichita, I love you guys. It was awesome. We had two packed theaters. It's just so much fun. Love Wichita. We'll always love Wichita. And I would just hear the crowd go berserk. The first night I heard the crowd go berserk, that's how I knew Abby was about to sing her song. And the second night, we all went up there to watch her sing the song. And so this is a clip of what, Abby? Um... Of my song? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the chorus. Okay. I just did like a little clip of Hey here, There Hometown. Here is Hey There Hometown from Abby. Go ahead. So you enjoyed Hi. your performances? Yeah, That's that was cool. awesome. It was fun to see Abby enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm always up there like, I bet people are so upset they bought a ticket <laughs> to see me. I hope I'm doing a good enough job. I'm probably not. I'm stupid. And that's what's running through my head the whole time. It was really nice. It was refreshing to see Abby just, like, loving it and enjoying every second of it. So, hey there, hometown, Abby's newest hit. Except it's not up yet to stream, right? Right. I got to go back in and record it. But it will be available soon. To stream? Like, That'd oh, be cool. So Abby wow. Lee Anderson, wow. hey there, hometown. Wow. Moving up the charts. Love it. Let's go. You played two other songs. What else did you play? So I did um, A Wild One by Faith Hill, which was fun. And then I did Mean. Taylor Swift? Yes. And mm -hmm. so here is a clip of Abby's intro to Mean. Okay, so... nights too they yelled what they they were like yeah lunchbox sucks fire lunchbox i was like that's kind of mean but it was funny i'm proud of you, you did great thank you i hope you feel cool. good about it yeah, yeah your fans are awesome 
Like your crowd. Well, thank you. I didn't create them. They created me. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so, they are very supportive. They are. The, cool. They're really. It's sometimes I have to be like, guys, because if I'm up doing stand up and it's comedy and it's based just on me talking and if people are like yelling things in the middle of it, it throws me completely off because I'm doing it. It's a pitter patter. You know, I'm, and I'm on a pattern. Boop, make, boop, beep, joke, in, move, song. But if somebody like yells out something, it throws everything off and I have to be like, oh, please don't yell. But even though they yelled like, I love you. And it's weird <laughs> to have like loving hecklers. It still is really difficult to do with spoken word. Now music, we don't care. Let us have it. But we'll be in Tampa this weekend. Eddie and I will be. Eddie's not doing all the shows with me, but we're going to do Tampa this weekend. It's going to be fun. Because we're shooting a special, comedy special. So let's Well, see especially because it's shooting, so don't ruin the cadence. Uh, so don't scream. So don't yeah. Yeah, now yeah. we say that, you know they're going <laughs> to It's like I shouldn't even said anything. Um, yeah, tickets, if you want to go to my Instagram or bobbybones.com, they're up there. Abby, great job, though. I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much for letting me open. Yeah. It was welcome. awesome. You're welcome. Lunchbox, anything you want to say about that before we go? Yeah, Abby, it was nice of your dad to come out to the show and yell for me. Uh, that was cool. Uh, oh, you said that was her dad yelling fire lunch. 100%. Like, he did she, not. That guy was in the balcony, and I know where mine was sitting. He was oh, okay, you can all say that. Oh, my dad wasn't in the balcony. I know where he was sitting. I mean, yeah, yeah cool. And I just love that Abby's trying to have her moment, you know what I mean? And she still is going to put the shine on me. Like, that's cool. I appreciate that. I, I just thought it was funny. Obsessed. And I think, oh, excuse me? <laughs> obsessed with me. She's obsessed with you? Yeah. yeah. Got it. When always have I ever brought you up? Well, uh, other just than Just right then. <laughs> you always bring me up. That's true. I that think was you guys your are moment. secretly in love. You bring each other I promise I'm not in love. Oh, boy. <laughs> a three-year-old kid in Wisconsin woke up from a nap, put his shoes on, walked to the nearest McDonald's, all while his mom and his twin sister were asleep in the house. Oh. Three. That's an age where they can start to escape. Yeah, they're walking. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the mom said she fell asleep next to the kids. However, when she awoke, one of the twins was gone. One of the twins, Aiden, not there, even though his sister was. His shoes were missing. So, of course, she thinks somebody took them. Mm-hmm. She checked the neighbor's backyard, a place where he goes sometimes to play. Nope. So she called 911. Police responded. And then there was a picture that someone sent her very soon after of her son Aiden at a McDonald's across the road, a point two mile journey. Jeez Louise. Here's the mom talking about what happened. This little boy woke up, put his shoes on, woke up from our nap. I was asleep on the floor, woke up from our nap, put his shoes on and walked to McDonald's. I don't know what time he left the house. I don't know how he left the house. We all were asleep. I was asleep on the floor. We all knocked out and he woke up and put his shoes on and went to McDonald's. It's not funny, but it's hilarious. Got to get some nugs, you know? Happy meal. That's not bad. (laughs) I mean, listen, 0.2 miles, that's not that far for a three-year-old. I hear you. It's a three-year-old. That's crazy. My question is, with a three-year-old, are you upset at this mom? No, no, it can happen to anyone. No. Okay. no. That, anyone. that was my question. My three-year-old got out. Luckily for us, he just went to the neighbor's house. They had a baby pool. Took all his clothes off and just jumped in the baby pool. And the neighbor calls it, uh, your son's in our baby pool. Naked three-year-old? Naked baby three-year-old. Pool? Yeah. So it, it can happen to anyone. I didn't know if I sh- if it was like a negligence thing or just a terrible accident. I think that could have been worse. Sounds like a terrible accident. And I think what people can learn from hearing this is just if you are going to be asleep. You may have to make sure you've got everything locked up. You, they, they know how to unlock doors. Yeah, like, three-year-olds can I mean, unlock but, a door. It's amazing. But you can get, you can get other locks in place, like up top, higher yeah, up, yeah, where yeah, yeah. you can mm-hmm. secure your doors. 
which clearly she's going to have to do. <laughs> For sure she's doing that right now. <laughs> he got a taste of that life. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. He knows what it's like to run free. Yeah. Now. Also, you're working at McDonald's and a three, ding dong, just walks in by itself. Like, wait, huh? Kit, can I get a, can I get a half a meal? <laughs> I guess. Uh, how was your weekend? It was really good. I was in Dallas, most of it, for the a morning show boot camp, which I had never been to before, but it's been going on 35 years, and you're, a, you know, legend there. Everyone was like, tell Bobby, said hi. All these radio people, Don, who puts it on, and then all these people have been radio forever. It was really cool to see them speak and learn some stuff and sit in on panels, but I went because I was speaking on a, a morning show panel. What'd you talk about? Well, we were all co-hosts, so everybody on the panel, your name is not on the show. It's not your show. You are the co-host to somebody. And so I was up there with Kristen from the Burt Show and uh, Kiki. She works with Fred. And so there's a lot of people up there. Big Al, who's on Kid Craddock Show. So we were all up there and just shared kind of our role on the show. And then really they wanted to tap into connecting with the audience and how, how to connect and how you choose what stories you're going to share and what stories you're going to keep private. And I, people ask questions from the audience, but it was a lot of fun. What'd you learn? Well, I sat in on uh, the negotiation panel, <laughs> took some notes. Negotiate your contract? During that. That's uh, that was interesting. Right. A lot of agents were up there and talking. Uh, I saw our CEO, Bob Pittman, do a one-on-one. Uh, Woody led that. And that was just really interesting, his history with radio and how he started when he was in his, like, he was a teenager and then was working on a radio station in Mississippi. Who, then, Bob? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, worked Bob, his yeah. way up and became a program director in Milwaukee. And then, you know, you kind of just wonder how people get to these head jobs or they're running these massive companies. And he started off a very yeah, modest, hardworking life. And that's what he said at one point he sent off 200 air checks. And this was back in the day when you had to mail everything. And so he hand wrote. (laughs) Like it's like Christopher Columbus years. (laughs) We had to take the tape and he hand wrote it and he sent off like 200. (laughs) He only heard back from like two people. So it's like just that reminder of like, hey, you just got to put it all out there. I did a, speaking of negotiations, I did a joke about my contract negotiation this weekend Mm. at at the beginning of my show. Because I always like to talk about something kind of relevant at the beginning. I don't know how relevant this was, but here you go. For the first time publicly, I'm happy to say that this week I signed a brand new deal with iHeartRadio, which is very exciting. And I haven't talked about it because it has been weird to go through a negotiation. I tried all these tips and tricks in the negotiations. Like, I refused to speak first because that's what I, I was told. You let them talk first. And that was rough because the first meeting was on the phone and I called them. Now, I'm not going to disclose how much iHeartRadio is now paying me, but let me say this. After this deal... Heart, I heart radio. <laughs> I, I didn't really curse. I know, but what did you say? Bleep. And then I said afterward, I'm going to bleep this. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Sounds funny. funnier that way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it funny. definitely <laughs> does. But also wrote in the caption, I didn't really curse. Uh-huh. But yeah. bleeping's always funny. And that call in joke one's funny, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, are, is that what we're supposed to do? Let, let them talk first? As you can see, it didn't work for me. Yeah, unless yeah, you but I don't know that. what you learned in your seminar. <laughs> yeah, what'd you learn? <laughs> Oh, well, I'll, t- I'll give you all some of my notes. Yeah, like, but the CEO was there, though, so he's yeah, going to know so he your learned tactics. everything that you learned. Yeah. Are you kidding? No, point, he- <laughs> no, 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 no. He was I can assure you he already knows the tactics uh-huh. anyway. Out. He was in and out. Yo, I'm sure he was out. Uh, yes. Uh, good. Weekend was good. Except yeah, for your, your I mean, it's really good. And then we celebrated Stevenson's 13th birthday. Crazy. Which is crazy that he's 13, but we went and saw the Ninja Turtle movies with all of his friends. And- Did you like it? 
I thought it was really good. Like the adults that went, we all liked it too. So it's a great family movie. The doctor cannot get up here before the show is over. So I think she's going to come up tomorrow. Dr. Lucky? And fix your ear. Okay. Hey, it's free healthcare. That's awesome, Amy. Up here in Canada. Yeah, am I going to have to give her my insurance card? Or is no, it? I said it's free healthcare. It's like you're in Canada. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Lunchbox weekend? Uh, good weekend, man. I went to North Dakota and I uh, went to the Four Bears Casino and whoo, was that? Had one on. Oh, party hardy. Okay. Party hardy. Did they give you money to gamble, or did you gamble your own money? No, I gambled my own money. Got it. Gamble my own money. Eddie. Yeah, man. We were in Wichita. That's right. We're you running. and me. Yeah. Just partying it up. Partying hey, it up. we went. Woo. Party hardy. We party hardy. <laughs> did Eddie really party hardy? No. No. Uh, uh-uh, we went to bed. Went to bed early, and then did nothing. We watched. I watch, I mean, I watched the. Uh, Johnny Manziel documentary before the show Saturday night we did two shows that's about as hard as I parted I liked it Mm. I mean it wasn't you just you still don't like him it's not a documentary where you watch and go oh man you really got the raw end of the the deal you go ah (laughs) come on man he's a really good athlete he was kind of an idiot (laughs) and he learned his lesson except he didn't and he's still kind of an idiot where is he now living in California Scottsdale Arizona doing uh, ah. Chilling. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't look like he was doing much. Does he, not, does he not have to work? Mm, guess not. You know, as much money as he spent, I don't know his financial situation because yeah. you can run through that money pretty quick. And he talks about trying to run through it all. But I liked it because it was only an hour, and it gave me a little peek into what was really happening. And you forget how big he was. Johnny Football Man, crazy. Yeah, yeah, but he's got new gear out. I mean, they showed it in the documentary. Ray ordered a bunch of it. He's still famous. Ray, you ordered Johnny. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. his idol, man. Of course, dude. It's all his money signs, number two. I love that stuff. Sweaty Sweaters, hoodies, everything, man. You big Johnny Football guy back in the day? Dude, I loved the dude. That's where my name came from, Sizen. That used, what? He used to have Sizen, and for some reason he dropped it, and now he just does the Money Manziel. What, was, what was Sizen about him? It was like Johnny Sizen. Like, Sizen was his thing, and then he... I didn't was, know you loved him that much. Yeah. Did you watch the documentary? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, it doesn't make you like him more, right? Or if he's misunderstood or anything? I, I loved all the insides about his partying. I'm probably going to watch it another five times. I thought it was that five good. Five times? <laughs> it was called Comeback Season. Johnny Manziel. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'm not into sports stuff, but I'll you'll watch like it. This. Yeah, you'll like it. I, I you'll feel like, it. like I'll like it. They invented the whole story about him being an being rich for his family money because he had so much money because he was doing a bunch of stuff illegally, like signing, <laughs> autog- getting paid. Now, Like we'll put, when he was at Texas A&M? Yes. We'll put aside the should they be able to sign autographs and get paid. That's not this conversation. But you couldn't. And he would go and they would say, okay, just show up to this room, sign all the stuff, take a picture of it, and then we'll give you the code of the safe, and then you get the money out. Thousands of dollars. So he had, th- he had so much money in college. But he was wearing like crazy jewels and had big cars. And so people are like, how does this guy who should be making no money have all this? So they created a story that he came from oil money. And, and, the, and, and everybody believed it. <laughs> it showed like all these national personalities going, he's got plenty of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it's good. Johnny Manziel. It's, uh, what's it called, though, on? Mm, Untold. Untold it's Johnny that Manziel. Series. Yeah. That series. On okay. Netflix. Cool. You guys check it out. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. A 30-year-old man was going to the airport. He's running late, gets through security, and like, oh, final boarding call, American Airlines flight. And he starts running, running. By the time he gets there, the door's closed. And he's like, you guys got to open it. I'm here. And they're like, sorry, sir. Once it's closed, it's closed. He said, I'm going to blow this oh, no. blank oh. up. Uh-oh. Can't do that. Yeah. That was immediately what he thought to say at an airport. And did he think, okay, let's say he says that because he says that everywhere. Let's say he goes to a McDonald's. 
And they're like, sir, we don't have your burger. And he goes, I'm going to blow this place up. You know, there, they're like a mildly terroristic threat. At the airport, though, that's like full deal. Yeah, and then he followed that up by, I'll take all you out. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. that's, not that's good. even fuller. <laughs> and it's also, does he think it's going to work? Because I understand he's frustrated. He's just frustrated. I would never say that, so I don't understand him saying that exactly, but I understand saying something in the heat of the moment. But does he think by saying that they're going to go, oh, you'll blow, okay, sir, come on in. We'd hate for you to blow us up. <laughs> so we're going to, come on in and get on the plane because we don't want to deal with that either. I know he's irrational. It's hard to rationalize irrational people, but I'm assuming things didn't go so well for him legally. Uh, no, police showed up and he was arrested for making a bomb threat. And he should have told them, come get me, arrest me. I'm going to blow you up. They'd be like, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and go yeah, home. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. A little controversy. Well, it was just Amy said that Lunchbox said OMG. And then Lunchbox said, I never say OMG. Yeah, that's not my vocabulary. But you were quoting Morgan. Right, right. From a text message. Okay. So, but, but he wasn't quoting because it didn't say that in the, regardless, you say you didn't say it. I didn't say OMG. Have you heard the clip? Do you know for sure? (laughs) No, I don't know anything about, I don't know the clip. Here we go from earlier. Go. Early on a Sunday morning, we get a text to the group. Oh my gosh, guys. Does anyone know a plumber? Oh my gosh. Dire. Oh my gosh. No, no, that's, I mean, not, that's not that OMG. Is, that is OMG. That's what it stands that's, for. No, no, I understand no. it stands well, then why, for that. Why, okay, let me ask you this. Because, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Whenever I, I said OMG, why didn't you say no? What I said was, oh my gosh. No, no. I, I All I heard was OMG. I'm like, I would never say OMG in a conversation. So if I say, oh my gosh, that's totally different. But oh my gosh wasn't even what Morgan wrote. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Morgan didn't write either. So, so. who wins the argument? I, yeah, it's tough. Because if you went to a court of law, like, you would... But, the judge would say, no, he didn't say OMG. He said, oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> Same thing. I think I'm going to just dismiss this trial completely yeah, like, and I wish I never would have been a judge. <laughs> Same. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, thank you, guys. Appreciate you being here. Oh I don't know. Go listen to the podcast <laughs> if you want to hear that entire, I don't want to say waste of space because it was funny. The OMG part or the Morgan part? The whole part? bit. Because Lunchbox, did, it's just dumb. Yeah. But I love it. <laughs> and that's what it is. Thank you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.